Cold Heat Podcast, Cold Heat Wrestling Podcast, Episode Two. It's your man Triple J. Big Ice in the building, and we are now streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher Radio, iHeart Radio, Google Podcast, Player FM, TuneIn at Podbean, Podomatic, Pandora, Caster, and wherever else your funky ass gets your motherfucking podcast. Um, disclaimer: I don't think we did this last week. But if you are under the age of 18, you probably shouldn't listen to this podcast. There's a lot of fucking cursing going on. And uh, yeah, and we both love tits. So there you go. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> if we can talk about that in 2020, but. No, man. This, this, uh, yo, our network is called the MDMA Lifestyle Wave. We can talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Dude. We can talk about titties, huh? I love tits. Um, all right. So this week we are going to be reviewing. WrestleMania 31, um, I don't think it's one of my favorite shows, but it definitely has one of my favorite moments, so that's why I picked this show. I think um, I think I know exactly what moment you're talking about, and I'm right there with you, <laughs> but right, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll see. Um, all right, just a little background on the show. Uh, March 29, 2015, from Santa Clara, California, Levi's Stadium. Do you know what team plays here? I believe the 49ers. That's the 49ers stadium? I believe so. All right. WWE does this thing. It's so fucking funny. If the city that the event is being held at is not a major city, they refuse to say that city's name, young. <laughs> There's no mention of Santa Clara ever on this fucking broadcast. Because <laughs> why would you? They say uh, San Francisco area the whole fucking time. I think it's fucking hilarious. Young. The Bay Area. All right, so we're looking at an attendance of, and then it has in quotations, disputed. The disputed attendance for this show is 76,976 people. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah. 76,000? That's a big-ass stadium, bro. And then excluding WWE Network views, we got a buy rate of 260,000, which is pretty good for uh, network days. Yeah, but if, if you're paying, if you paying full price for a pay-per-view today, 200,000 mm-hmm. people, you're doing good, I think. Yo, wasn't um, wasn't this right around the time where they started the network, too? I think it's uh, right after it started getting big. Like, this is, I think, the first big mania that was on there. I think you're right, sir. I'm pretty sure this is, like, our first mania back, you know, um, being hardcore into it. Yeah, you're right. Is this when we were like uh, watching Manias in the fucking basement all the time and shit? Like all yeah, the pay-per-views? Right. All right. I think we came back to like whatever, I guess, Survivor Series the year before. Mm-hmm. And then we came into Rumble. And then we, we kind of stuck with it through WrestleMania season. I was watching some of this shit being like, damn, this is like the beginning for us. All right. So you and got come music- back anyway. You got musical performances by Skylar Gray and Travis Barker and Aloe Black. And he did a really good job with the, um, that's not the national anthem. It's the, uh, what is it, yo? The other one. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And then uh, we get a, hold Don't on. forget about Kid Ink. Yeah, Kid Ink has the theme song, <laughs> Money and Power. Before I get to this wild ass intro, uh, just a little bit more background. Travel packages for the event went on sale, uh, ranging from five thousand to about nine hundred, respectively. And yeah, and this is the first WrestleMania held in the Bay Area. So let's just get straight to the shits, bro. We start off with this fucking ridiculous ass intro. By LL Cool J, son. I totally forgot about this shit, yo. I was so annoyed once this shit came on, yo. What were your thoughts on this LL Cool yo, J? I, I knew he was going to be on opposite sides on this one. I <laughs> thought like that shit got me hyped. I was like, yeah, I'm ready to watch some wrestling for like four hours right now. <laughs> <laughs> what, how did it get you hyped up, yo? He just had me, he just had me feeling it. He had like the perfect tone. They were showing the right videos. Yeah. I was ready. All right, but. So there was, uh, on the pre-show, there were two matches. The the first, there was a fatal four-way match for the Tag Team Championship. Okay, I was wondering why that wasn't on the show. Um, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro, uh, the New Day, which would have been 
Kofi and Biggie this night. Los Matadores, Diego and Fernando. Uh, I remember them dudes from that game too. They were pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Usos with Naomi. So these, this isn't hardcore gangster Usos. This is now this is face paint Usos yeah, doing dance and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Cesaro and Tyson Kidd come out on top. Uh, Cold Heat shout out to Tyson Kidd, awesome performer. Career uh, went down the hill after a fucking catastrophic injury via the hands of Samoa Joe. I believe it was an accident. And uh, mm-hmm. But since then, he has become a very successful agent, and he's a very integral part of their company now. So shout out to him. I hope he didn't get released during those uh, layoffs and shit. Oh, sidebar, man. I forgot to drop this at the beginning, but rest in peace to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. You said what now? Rest in peace to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Rest in peace, yo. Uh, Supreme Court, right? Yes. Yeah, shout out to her. Yo, I saw this wild. No, nah, we ain't even going. We ain't nah. even going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then the second match on the pre-show, we got uh the 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 Andre the Giant Memorial Medal. <laughs> <laughs> um Big Show won. Why? Uh guess who guess who he eliminated the win? Uh saw it um it was it was a longtime fan favorite of the Cole Heat podcast, Mr. Ryback, Femi Moore. Nah, bro, the, it was, the it big was guy. Actually, it was actually Mizdow, yo. Oh shit! Yeah, he and he. That was the night he turned on the Miz and shit. Oh, yo, Mizdow was a great character though. Yeah, yo, Fuck couldn't do nothing without it. All right, let's let's. <laughs> I don't even need the Wikipedia, son, this shit. All right, so leading off, I just got one note, and it says, uh, this intro sucks. So <laughs> mine, mine says, good, got me ready. All right, bet, bet. <laughs> so first match is an IC ladder match, uh, six man. We got Bad News Barrett, Daniel Bryan, Dean Ambrose, R-Truth, Cody Rhodes, a.k.a. Stardust, which I pop huge for. And fucking uh, Gangster Harper. Not not Wyatt Harper, but Gangster Man Harper. How'd you feel about this match, bro? I thought it was very run-of-the-mill. Like, there was a couple spots that I remember when it when I seen them, but I don't mm-hmm. think that anything, like, uh, persevered out of this match. Nothing lasted. Shit. None of the couple, moments. A couple things stood out to me. We get a fucking top rope plancha by our truth within like the first five minutes. I was like, holy shit. Um and remember when he was still a serious competitor? Hell yeah. Yeah, yo, he didn't have the microphone <laughs> or anything when he came out. It was crazy. So then if you peep, <laughs> if you peep, uh also early in the match, Cody does what I believe is the first official coffin dive ever, yo. Did you peep that? I did see that, and I was like, I don't remember anybody doing that back then. Um, I don't think he's got that kind of stuff in him no more. Not not to that extent. Like, I felt that when he did it. This this stuff he does now, I'm just like, you're just trying to get me to pop. You know? I'm, I'm not here for it. Fam, he just did a fucking moonsault off the top of his steel cage. What are you saying? You're right. I don't like Cody. That's why. I used to love Cody back in the Stardust days, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little heartbroken. I ain't mad at you, bro. It's like he's a little bit too over. Like, why are you this over? Yeah. Right. You would start us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, then, I, I think it was good seeing Wade Barrett out there, too, man. I had forgot all about him as a wrestler. Yeah. These motherfuckers had their working boots on. I tell you that much, yo. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was surprised that they were actually selling. Oh, yeah. So I got a question for you, yo. Mm-hmm. How exactly do you hang a fucking belt in an outdoor stadium? I did not even think about that while <laughs> I was watching it. And that's funny because there was a few matches I was like, man, I, I wish this wasn't during the daylight. Yeah. But Oh, no, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I got some shit for that, son. And I <laughs> think, nah, you, I think you know question. what I'm talking about, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I also hate multi-man ladder matches. And then... Not the- I'm not the biggest fan of them if they don't have the right competitors. Like, it was too many big dudes in this. Only time I'm with it is when it's tag team, bro. Like, this shit is fucking ridiculous, yo. There was way too much going on. And then when there wasn't too much going on, they had to do them fucking um, 
stupid ass spots where everybody jumps on everybody and you know what i'm saying right so um also i would like to know why in the fuck are there 20 ladders lined up around the ring and shit bro <laughs> there's like 30 ladders out there bro all right i get you got like flimsy ass wwe ladders yeah. so you might need some additional ones but what's the point of the ones out there that don't even go tall enough for you to reach the belt you know, that's what I'm saying. You know? There's no reason to have a variety of ladders. You just, I think like one for each man is good. You know, and you gotta have, you gotta have the super long one so you can have the the ring to the to the table, the ring to the barrier spot. Maybe one that you're gonna have in between the ladder and the uh, and the the ring ropes. Oh, the big dumbass one. Yeah. So you. I think you gotta have one for every man plus three. Okay, and I'll you, give you that. You'd be good, you know. I'll give you that. All right, so um, about midway through the match, we get some Cody chants, which is surprising. And then this motherfucker goes under the ring and breaks out a custom ladder. I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" And then I was promptly explained by Michael Cole that it was the Exo Atmospheric Starbird. It gives him that super ladder climbing ability. And then it got decimated immediately. They got that shit the fuck out of here with the swiftness, bro. <laughs> who get, yo, who gave him permission to have a bedazzled fucking ladder and shit? He, he just did it. Yo. He just did it. There's this nasty-ass lawn dart by Harper to fucking Ambrose. I thought he had a fucking concussion. Um, the fucking Barrett superplex to Cody off the ladder was insane. And then the fucking Luke Harper powerbomb to Ambrose on the outside. I was like, if Ambrose ever gets up again in this match, it's fucking bullshit. And luckily he didn't. That was the one spot from this match that I remember. <clears throat> that fucking he ate, that shit. he ate that shit hard. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, not that's one more notch on his fucking bump card right there. So um I get a little pissed off at the end because they start doing the double headbutt strong style finishing shit. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh man, here goes this shit. But um oh, Daniel, Daniel Bryan of all people. Yeah, right. <laughs> what? Fucking <laughs> 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 then um so Daniel Bryan winds up coming out on top. This is his first IC belt, and you only get one this is awesome chant for this match. Um, how many cubes you give this out of five, though? Out of five, I did mine out of ten. All right, so two and a half cubes out of five, I think. It was a it was a round. Now we can if you did tens, I haven't done any, so we can do tens. No, I did tens with the understanding that I might have to dumb it down to five. So I got I'm ready either way. Let's do all right. Everybody else does ten. Let's do five, yo. So you got two point five? Two and a half. The average. It wasn't a terrible multi main ladder match, but it wasn't great. It was yeah, good it was, seeing some some people I ain't seen in a while, or some people in other ways. It wasn't bad. Kept me entertained. So we got three AEW uh, transplants in that match. Yeah, Who I noticed think that too. The best in that match. Out of the AEW transplants. Yeah. I go Luke Harper, dude. I'm thinking the same thing, man. He was that guy back then, mm-hmm. and it wasn't ever giving him no play. Same thing with uh, Wade Barrett, yo. He was getting funky out there, too. I've always loved Wade Barrett. I was actually going to ask you who you thought was the best king out of him and uh, Baron Corbin. Wasn't he the last king since Baron Corbin? Or before I Baron Corbin? So. I believe so. Yeah, definitely him, man. Right. Yeah. I That's hate Baron Corbin. Like, I like Baron Corbin, but he's he's good at what he does, so I, like, actually hate him. Like, I don't right. like him at all. But he's he's good for what he is. Um, so Daniel Bryan won this match though, my fault. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah, we got that. Where was he like this entire match? (laughs) (laughs) He was was selling, he was selling. (laughs) I ain't even noticed that shit. (laughs) I was sitting there being like, yo, where the fuck is Daniel Bryan? Yo, he damn sure was just super heavy in that last, like, five-minute stretch and shit. Right. Mm. Shout out to Dolph Ziggler, too. He was working his ass off, man. Always, man, to show off. All right, you got anything else for this match? No, that's it. Did you give your rating? Uh, No, I agreed with the 2.5, man. I got you. All right, so keeping it rolling, next up we got Seth Rollins. I think this is Architect Rollins and uh, Randall Orton here. 
And uh, I have another question for you, sir. What's that? If you were a wrestler, would you shave your chest? I was talking to my lady about that. Mm -hmm. Like, I might shave my chest and everything, cause just cause it makes sense. It don't look right. You see a hairy wrestler out there, like um, Kelly and Dan. You like, yo, what the hell is this? <laughs> what, what are you doing? Right. But then I'm like, I don't know if I'm shaving my my armpits. I ain't hitting the pits up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then you could, if you don't got like that Killian Dane hair, you might be on to something because don't nobody else look like you. Yo, that Killian, don't Killian Dane got hair on his back too? Yo, everywhere. <laughs> it looks like a, a fucking bear rug. Yo, and then like, if you want to wear shorts, you got to shave your legs too, yo. You ever think right. about that shit? I never really thought about that. Yeah, bro. You got to shave your legs. You got to shit. got to shave their arms and shit. Like, you basically got to shave your whole body, yo. And I think what made me think about it is um, I don't think Seth Rollins is a chest shaver, yo. Oh, he's not. Yeah. It works uh, for him, too, right? Um, Yeah, it does. He looks like fucking Macho Man's little brother and shit. Do you... Did, did you... um? Do you think Seth knew he was cashing in during this match? That's a good question. I never really thought about it. I would say yeah. Because he was um, kind of putting on, yo. It's his first championship, too. And he yeah. was going to close out WrestleMania, so I would be, too. Right. Um, I think that uh, this is my favorite Seth Rollins out of all iterations we've seen so far. Thinking back on him, man, he was great, man. Plus, this is pre-injury. Yeah. I, I like uh, two-belt two belt Rollins. <laughs> He was good. Which one is the the one with him, and he's got the belt on on Raw? He's sitting back in that chair with the grin. I feel like it was the night after this. Quite possibly. You talking yeah. about big big grin rallies? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So yeah, Seth has the uh, Money in the Bank briefcase at this time. I miss J and J security. I don't know about you. Um, I do miss J and J. Isn't one I'm with Ring of Honor right now? One I'm still with the company. Uh, I know one of I know one of them is definitely still with the company. I don't know about that other guy though. Um, I think he was in the news recently with uh, some female talent that they had over there. Some issues she was having. He might be gone now. What from you like mean, defending her, like some sexual harassment type shit. I don't remember, so I don't want to get it wrong. Thing. But yeah. if, if I'm remembering correctly, it had something to do with uh, payment. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could totally see that from Ring of Honor. Like pay disparity. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, so we get a big pop for Randall here. Um, and I don't know if you picked up on this, but yo, JBL loves the dick ride fucking Randall Ortman, yo. I think all of them old dudes do. They like love him. And I get it. Like Randy's awesome. Don't get me wrong. But I'm like. He's really? awesome if you're looking for a certain kind of thing. And like on that same topic, I feel like. Bray is kind of like that too. As I was watching the show and I was looking at both of them, I'm like, y'all can tell that y'all old school heads because of how y'all conduct yourselves and how your character work is, is more prevalent than your ring work. Like, y'all know how to work a match and sell and everything, but y'all not doing nothing super duper flashy out there for the most part. Yeah. But it works real well, you know? Yeah. And not everybody can do that these days, I don't think. No, nah, that's a fact. And I think you're right. I think that is why, like, a lot of the old timers like them and shit. So, um, and on that note, this announce table fucking sucks, bruh. Cole King and JBL, I would never <laughs> want to hear that shit ever again. I thought it was going to be a thing where they like switched off for the shows and shit. And when yeah. I figured out that the King was going to be there the whole fucking time, I was so fucking pissed, though. Yeah, he's terrible. God damn. Definitely right, doesn't so work these days. So if y'all listening to this review and you go back and watch this show, I want y'all to stop this shit at approximately 37 minutes and 40 seconds, I thought Seth Rollins almost broke his neck when he dove to the outside to hit Orton, but misjudged the jump and like banged his head on the fucking announce table, like full steam ahead, yo. That one's not coming to mind. I know there was another one I seen, and I feel like he ate the corner to his back too. Mm. A little further on in the match. Yeah, man. He was getting it in back then, man. And then, of course, it's a slow-ass Randall match, so you know how that's going to go. Plenty rest holds. Um, yeah. There was a power slam fake-out spot. I thought that was pretty dope. 
Um, and Randy has some solid uh, European uppercuts too, yo. Very underrated on that. I think his his he's just crisp, you know. Mm-hmm. Randy Gordon, you rarely gonna see come out there and have a bad match in general. He ain't gonna shut the show down, but he ain't gonna have a bad one either. Yeah, I thought it was dope. He broke out a cross by, like a top rope cross body finish. <laughs> oh, that was wild. <laughs> that that was not crispy. I know what was going on with that, bro. Um, there's also a top rope backdrop from RKO to Seth, and I was like, damn, that was a nice spot. But, yeah, Seth definitely got to watch those back punks, man. Um, I, I also peaked J&J, sold that double DDT for, like, 30 minutes. Forever. And then it was a beautiful moonsault Seth did. Um, and then, yeah, he hit his back on the table. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. I was like, man, this guy—he's about to be pissing blood out here. So not, yeah, not a lot to this match. Um, Seth did kick out of a RKO, then Orton kicks out of a curb stomp, and then they do this beautiful um, setup for the jumping RKO at about forty-seven minutes and thirty-eight seconds. Um, yeah. Um, so the finish was dope as fuck. Um, do you think this is the best RKO ever? I think I actually got it in second. That's the second best. I think the best ever was when uh, he hit it on Evan Bourne. Oh, the the, the uh, sunset flip. Yeah, okay. yeah. I think that's the best one. But this is right there with it. I like that. I like I like this one, yo. He got high as shit in the air, bro. Stuff got up for him. <clears throat> and I think that's probably the moment when we watched it live that we knew what was going to happen later on with the cash in. The Seth Seth taking this loss clean. Yeah. Well, no. nah. I still, I still, I still, I can't, I can't honestly say I expected that later on, just because he lost this match. You know what I mean? No. No, nah, I don't think I felt that way at the time. But um, you got anything else on this match? Nah, man. I gave it. Uh, I gave it three cubes. I thought it was a solid match. I thought it was a great finish. Um, yeah, I'll agree it's not, with three cubes. You know what? I give it three point five just for the finish. Yeah. It's nothing notable other than other than the finish, but it wasn't. It was solid. Kept the show moving. Hold on. Okay. All right, dude. Sting versus Triple H. Yeah. Hold on. We got our first um, Ronda Rousey sighting after this match. Is that because I knew I watched it, but I didn't take notes on it? Is that when this happens? Yeah, right before this match. All right, um, I ain't got no notes on that, bro. All I got is that the, they had the four horsemen there um, when Shane was still hanging with Ronda Rousey, and Ronda Rousey was still hanging with the four horsewomen on TV. Yeah, that um, was dope to see Shane out there. Yeah, but that's pretty much all I had on that one. So what is that? Uh, they're like um, the Rock. The Rock has a segment, right? Is this yeah. is this that? Yeah. Okay, so The Rock comes out, and then Triple H and um, no, it has to be after the Triple H match, yo. No, this is the first time they show her like in the crowd. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I thought this was the segment. Like I don't have no, any notes no, no. on the segment. No, that's uh, that's later. Like they they have this match and then a couple more, and and that's when Stephanie and and her trips come out. Did you almost call him H? H. That's, that's how I what, actually have him introduced in my notes for this first. That's what show. I got on my paper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to be the Cold Heat official name for him? Is it Trips or is it H? It can be. It's either Oreo. It's it's Trips H. Trips H. <laughs> All right, man. So we got these two old motherfuckers. Um, I thought Sting's entrance was mad extra. And um, why did why why was he coming out first? You know what I'm saying? Cause trips. Well, he got a huge pop anyway. I think this was the first one I noticed, and I was like, "Why is this during the daytime? This would have been so much better at night or in an arena in the dark." Mm-hmm. He coming out, you just got these um, these musicians playing the, the drums and whatnot. Yeah, which would have been super dope in the dark. Yes. Right. Then uh, H has his Terminator entrance, which in my notes I have as equaling trash. And then the double. Oh, and double I'm like back. in my head, I'm like all of this for the third fucking match on the card. <laughs> Cause it's H. 
And then, then this was also goofy as shit because they're trying to cross promote with Terminator or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the fucking movie doesn't come out until July. Yeah, it it was a bad entrance, I think. Like old pump and circumstances out of the way at the very beginning, and then he just walks to the ring, right? Here's yeah, my question that, for you as far as the entrances. Yeah. Post-COVID, is, is Trips going to be able to spit on people? Absolutely not, dude. They're <laughs> going to have to have a spit shield for the hard camera side. <laughs> we got to do something because H must spit. You know what? They're probably going to put up hockey um, hockey glass anyway, bro. Just in general? Yeah, I don't see them. Even when they start letting people back, I don't see them having it to where as though fans could do some stupid shit. You know that what I mean? Makes sense. Yeah, there's been there's been a couple of reports of people touching that talent inappropriately. We don't need to see no more having people jump into the ring and get their ass beat. No, I love seeing that. What are you talking? I about? I love seeing it, but I'm sure they don't need it. All right. Um, they called Sting the last remaining soldier of WCW. I pop for that shit. And then you clearly get H uh, hard cam saying, "This is my fucking house." <laughs> <laughs> um I also thought this definitely should have been the taker match. Like they should have just got that shit out the way. But I'm guessing H had some politicking up in that. I think either way, um both matches would have served well being in the dark. Didn't matter to me. They neither one of them needed to be on this fucking card if you ask me. Now, in the beginning, I was with it, yo, because I got, uh, they got their working shoes on. And then I also think Triple H is an underrated seller. You know what I mean? Um, you think so? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, early on in matches from this one, he was selling his ass off for Sting. And I think they were trying to give off the impression that, you know, they're equally matched. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, um, yo, let me get this out of the way. Sting is one of my all-time favorite wrestlers, right? Yeah, me too, bro. I feel like they brought him in here to absolutely trash him because the way they everything that they talked about in that video was all about them killing WCW and, and trashing Sting, essentially, for not coming over. Yeah. <clears throat> You're better than me, dude. I didn't watch any of the fucking intro videos. <laughs> I was trying to just to get me back in mind of the, uh, the feud. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then that'll get me hyped for the match in some in some occasions. It kind of got me hyped for this one because you saying old school clips of Sting and old school clips of Trips, and then they coming out there to fight, and then you see them, and you're like, oh, it's these these Trips and Sting, not those Trips and Sting. Right, right. <laughs> um, well, he's healing his ass off, and now that you now that you bring that to my attention, yo, I have um, he's working for Sting because he knows he's going over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yo, trips trips does put in work for people you know yeah because he much, knows he's going on <laughs> he's like at the end of the day i'm raising my arm so yeah you can beat the shit out of me oh my goodness yo he also got a mean bruise on his back uh during this joint and uh both of them got a little jacked up yeah yo they were really showing their age out there and then Trips delivers what I think is the weakest spine buster I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> um, all right. So we get a super duper unnecessary DX run in. Um, Sting. Yeah, I got Sting sporting some old man bruises. And then <laughs> does his no, last- I got the- DX running is pointless. <laughs> Yo, I said Sting does his last crossbody ever. <laughs> he got hit with the pedigree. Oh, did he? Didn't he kick out? He kicked out. And that's Sting. when NWO came down. Yeah, they got an NWO pop, but why? Did you- Sting wasn't in the NWO, so I was confused. He- he was in the wolf pack. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I rationalized it to myself. Like, yo, I, I guess he was in the wolf pack. Technically. Yo, he never came out to the porn music, bro. That's when I heard the I'm music, saying. I was like, it's just gonna be the it's gonna be the outsiders. Yeah. And then it comes out NWO with Hulk Hogan. I'm like, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy you beat and we're feuding with. Right. 
And then how's right. the WWE going to put Hogan in the in the WCW faction too? You know what? <laughs> yo, all right. This is my favorite note of the whole event, yo. I just have Kevin Nash legs. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they 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 just was out there looking so old. I was like, I can't even. They not even about to do nothing. Yeah. Sting Sting mopped them all, and then and then Trips mopped his guys, and then they just all kind of stood there and watched the rest of the match. Yeah. So fucking uh. So uh, Triple H powers out of the Deathlock because he powers out of everything, and then I did like the HBK super kick out of nowhere. Uh, and then okay, I was pleasantly HBK. I was pleasantly surprised when Sting kicked out. And then, of course, Triple H kicks out of a death drop because he kicks out of everything. And then I have here Kevin Nash. (laughs) Just in case you missed him. Yeah, so the ending is Scott Hall with the bat. uh, But then you get some Triple H healing here. And then Stinger Splash into the sledge for the win for Big Money H. Then I also got some stats here. We got uh, one Let's Go Sting chant, two This Is Awesome chants, four Suckets, one Sledgehammer, and a one You Still Got It. <laughs> they did not still have it. Um, I remember that This Is Awesome chants and being like, man, these people were so ready to chant that for anything that happened. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yo, I, I got a question for you. What you think about uh, where you think Trips ranks on the, the all-time list of you not going over him? <laughs> Number one, dude. <laughs> Yo, no, nah, hold up. I can't say that because he's like the new iteration. Like he's the current title holder of that mm-hmm. guy. But before him, uh, you know, Hulk Hogan was that okay. guy. And um, who else, show? Maybe like yeah, maybe primetime Nash when he was super feeling himself, like big sexy. W- WCW Nash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. apparently Goldberg was also like that. I could see that. But as far as like mania goes, yeah, it's definitely gotta be hate show. And Trip Trips comes back every few years and then beats somebody for no reason. For no fucking reason. <laughs> He's like, nah, I gotta show him I still got it. Like, of course, he wasn't going to lose this match because it was WWE versus WCW. They was like, yo, we punishing you for not coming over when we asked you. Right. You know? So you you taking this L from trips. But you can catch this standoff handshake at the end. Yeah. I didn't even stay around for all that bullshit. No, it was, it was so whack. They had the standoff, and trips goes to walk up to him. DX is like, nah, man, chill. Chill, trips. Yeah. And trips is like, nah, man, I'm good. And then he goes and shakes Sting's hand. I'm like, wow, man, Trips, knock him the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) It was awesome, man. Um, All right, you got anything else for this one? I gave it, um, I gave it like one and a half cubes just on nostalgia. Like if it it wasn't for the nostalgia factor, I'd have gave it a zero. Like, I don't want to see this shit. Yo, I gave it a three. That was kind of generous, you know. That's very generous. Well, the way I'm looking at these notes, and I had to be just shitting on it the whole time. That's why I'm gonna give it a three because it must have been entertaining. You know what I'm saying? And then you know, Kevin Nash legs. So Kevin Nash legs. <laughs> All right, here's here's where things start to go off the rails a little bit. <laughs> we get Paige and AJ Lee versus the Bella Twins. And uh, you can look, but you can't touch, all right? Yo, um, yeah, I don't really have much to say about this match. Like, it was – I don't have, like, any notes for it. Yeah. I gave it a, I gave it a ranking of one cube out of out of ten, so I don't know what that means on a that's scale a, of five. That's, that's a, a point negative, five. That's a negative 2.3. That's not, a, that's not a point <laughs> five, yo. You can't give them a point. At least they came out, you know? All right, look. I'll put it like this. I yeah. am – not gonna give Ella's match ever over a two, right? So they automatically take it down, and then it was just a whack ass match to begin with. Like I think AJ Lee, I was watching like AJ Lee's good. Mm-hmm. Like she was real clean with everything she did, even with them being who they are. Mm-hmm. And Paige is Paige is decent too, but other than that, it was like unnotable. It was a pointless match. It was short. 
Yo, I think we should come with a new rating when it's like off the scale on the bad end. The fucking mm -hmm. ice has melted, son. So is this match melted? Melted cubes. This match is melted. Fucking, and Paige is hella pale. There's no pops for anything. No. Um, whoever the agent for this match was should be fucking fired. Um, this match We're is gonna ass. We're going to do the Bellas out there, man. Brie I was Bo surprised uh, Nikki Bella took the took the pen. Yeah, that was surprising. I was surprised about that. Yeah. Uh, Brie mode sucks. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a not so hot tag at the end. Then you get a uh, AJ Lee knee submission. Well, she took the she took the tag, and then this shit definitely should have been on the fucking pre-show. So, nah, yeah. you're not putting the Bellas on the pre-show though. Not good, then. Good point. Good point. <clears throat> um, so up next we get Hall of Fame and that was uh, Bushwhackers, Larry Sabisco, Medusa Tatsumi Fujinami Rikisha uh, I said Rikisha <laughs> Rikishi. Rikishi, shout out to the big ooze um, Kevin Nash Legs uh, Randy He was the headliner He was? Yeah That's crazy And uh, Conet, what? Yeah, Connor the Crusher Malik, somebody, yeah. somebody old. I didn't even write it down because I wasn't going to try it. No, kind of the crusher is uh, kind of scary. The the kid is that is that who it was? Yeah. Oh yeah. shit! I feel this bad. is the first year they did that. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Connor, man, and uh, the Terminator for no reason. Like the, I was trying to think back. Does he even have like an angle that he did at no. any point with WWE? No, right. So why is icy. he in? fucking? WCW had uh, RoboCop. I don't know where this shit came from. Fucking, um, but like I said, they were doing that crossover promo for that bum ass Terminator. They're like, look, we we need Terminator heads for uh, Triple H's entrance. So uh, sign a deal with Arnold. See if we can make this happen. All right. Up next, we got the undefeated Rusev with a very icy Lana. Tits were looking very perky. Uh, versus Mania Cena. Would this be classified as Super Cena? I think so. Okay. I think this is like peak Super Cena era. Right, this uh, is my favorite Rusev iteration, I think, too. Yo, Rusev was killing him with the no shoes, bro. Yeah. And the tank wow. entrance was boss. He had big heat. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Um. Yo, I don't know if you peeped it during this match. There's a dude, a uh, hard cam, bottom right-hand corner. Whenever someone's in a submission, he has a sign that says, ask him, you know? And it has, like, <laughs> and it has cut out pictures of, like, just random people in submissions and shit, yo. That shit was fucking awesome. I'm going to see if I can, like, um, take a picture of that shit and make it the cover, yo. That go. shit was great, bro. So, um... Yeah, I had the crowd was pretty hot for this one. Um, mm -hmm. And, yo, back in the day, Rusev was mad agile, son. He's moving around that ring like a goddamn cruiserweight. You heard I, I was peeping that, too. Like, did they did they tell him to kill it with that? Like, tone it down? Stop? Probably. Yeah. Probably, yo, because you got a guy like Seth on top. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. then Rusev can basically do everything that motherfucker does, minus the super-duper flippity-dippity shit. Um. I don't know if you noticed, but like Lana's lips were redder than the actual logo play sign. Like that Russian shit was fucking Lana. ridiculous, bro. Um, it's not. I don't think it was a bad match. It was just slow as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was. I think it was because they were both trying to get over their their submissions. Oh yeah, we'll get to that. Fucking, you get a nice flying headbutt by Rusev. I thought that was dope. Then you also get the sloppiest springboard stunner for the first time. Um, <laughs> the, the debut. The, de <laughs> the debut of the sloppy springboard stunner. <laughs> and then you get a, a you missed it crowd from the chant. Uh, you missed it chant from the crowd. I don't know why I'm fucking up, you know. Maybe I should stop hitting that blunt, huh? Mm -hmm. um, and then after that, we get what you are referring to as the worst STF I've ever seen. Bro, he locks in. You know how tone Cena is, right? Mm -hmm. But he flexes his arms, the the bottom part, his forearms have muscles. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? When he locks in this STF, his arms don't move, bro. 
<laughs> so I was looking at it and I wrote down that he's got the, the worst STF ever too, or it was the worst STF ever. But yeah. then I was like, you know what? Maybe he's he's applying the pressure with his straight forearms. He's just flexing them into the side <laughs> of his neck like, yeah. I don't even need to hold your face. Yo, shut <laughs> up, yeah. He said, I don't even need to hold your face. Let me let me grab your shoulder. Yo, so, and um, I also had that back then the accolade looked mean as shit. I don't think it looks good on Cena, yo. I think Cause, Cena's too big. Because he's Cena, too. Yeah. And he don't know how to sell nothing. He's just like, I'm a, I'm winning this shit anyway. I'm not selling. He's the opposite of trips. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so Cena winds up winning with, uh, yo, this attitude adjustment was so sloppy. He almost dropped Rusev on his fucking neck, bro. Did you peep that shit? Yeah, he ain't know how big Rusev was. I think it was when he went to flip him. Like, he had to wind up just grabbing his arm or something. But that shit looked wild, bro. And then if that's Rusev's first loss, like, that just makes him look like shit, too. You know what I mean? Nah, man. You can't kick out of the AA. <laughs> True. <laughs> I think uh, I think this was a good error for Cena. Yeah. Like, he ain't the greatest wrestler out there. We both know that. But I think that this was a, a real good error. And I think he had a great run mm-hmm. uh, during this time. Yeah, man, isn't this uh, doesn't this start the uh, open the, challenge? The dawn of the open challenge era. That's when he was getting it in, and that's when you get Kevin Owens coming up there showing them how to wrestle. Right, and where is he? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Yo, I haven't seen him in weeks, bro. Nah, oh, he's no. there. He's he got, got the program with Black. Yeah, Alistair Black. I forgot. But about that. he ain't putting on like this no more. No, he's not. Um, and I was also disappointed that this was Rusev's first loss. So, you got anything else for this one, brother? No, nah, I thought it was bad back then. Mm-hmm. I thought it was stupid. I wanted to see Rusev win, but knowing what it leads into and, and where we come out of on the other side, mm-hmm. I think it was good. It could have mm-hmm. been huge for Rusev, thinking back for him, but I think for the whole business, it, it worked out because he got that open challenge, which was a fantastic U.S. championship run. Um, I actually didn't give, a, give this match a rating, but I'm going to go ahead and give it a three. Three? Yeah, I'll match you on the three. Like when it when it came on, I automatically remember what match it was, and I do remember not liking it uh, back in the day. But I was mm-hmm. pleasantly surprised with this one. I, it wasn't a bad match. So after this one is where we get the uh, the Rock coming out. He got the the authority come out, which I miss. You know, like I, I hated them then, and I thought that they were pointless then. But seeing them now, mm-hmm. and and seeing the product that we have now, I'm like they really would benefit from having something like this. Mm-hmm. Um. To garner heat, but this is when they came out and and Trips and Stephanie are gloating. Um, Stephanie got is one of the best promos in the game, best at sh- shutting down chants in the game. You're not chanting anything over her if she's sick of hearing it. True. She gonna shut the, she gonna shut that shit down. So they come out here gloating about putting down WCW and how this is their people, these are their fans and this. And you know the Rock he ain't there for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, the, they the people's fans so he come out there and and he shut it down and they talking shit and jawing at each other and you get the 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 woman slap from stephanie yeah she slapped the shit out of him and uh you know my man rolled out and got got ronda from down the block mm-hmm. and come in there and then uh ronda kind of set it off makes a couple uh ronda faces Yo, I, I have down, uh, why was she better at being a wrestler then than she was when she actually was a wrestler? Nah, you can't say that, bro. Ronda Yo, was- she she had better faces. She spoke better on the mic when she had it for the, for the two lines that she had. On this WrestleMania? Yeah. I got to disagree, I bro. I feel like her faces were better. We didn't get none of the... None of the awkward ass, like when she was doing a WrestleMania point, like... <laughs> <laughs> Like that was, I like this Ronda. Everything um, after it, I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. Um. I think my hold on. All right, I thought my kid was trying to get down here. Um, just so you know, if she walks down, I don't stop the date, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, and then uh, what did she what did she do to stuff? Uh, she grabs Steph by the, up by the arm, and then I think Steph manages to get away. I turn my head for this part. Okay. But it was either Trips got her out of it because the Rock had already disposed the Trips. Mm-hmm. And then uh, then Ronda gave him the, the arm drag, 
and he rolled out of there super trip selling. Gotcha. And, uh, <laughs> With the suit, he loved, out. <laughs> he loved selling in the suit, yo. <laughs> Because you, you're going to fuck him up in the suit, man. That's when he come out there with that jean jacket. You don't want none of that business. He, <laughs> trips come out there with the denim on. He ain't selling shit. <laughs> That's a fact, yo. That's a fact. All right, Joe. Um, so after this, we get uh, the semi-main. Old school Wyatt versus... What iteration of Taker would you consider this show? The uh, Go Away. Is this the beginning of Go Away Taker? This is the Go Away Taker. Nah, looking back, it's not, but um, post street mm-hmm. re- rebuilding Taker. I don't even know. Like, I don't. I don't really get where he was going with the character because you know he wasn't around to promote this this match. Yeah, uh, Bray Bray promoted it all by itself. He didn't have like one appearance or nothing. Just a couple. I think when he accepted, he when he accepted, it was just like they played his music and put something up on the screen, and that was it. And then he showed up here. Wow, if I'm remembering correctly. That's crazy. All right. Well, this is the first Taker match since the Brock loss. Um, it was a dope entrance for Bray. I dug it with his yeah. break dancing scarecrows and shit. And then I put here uh, for Taker. Taker's got his walking boots on because <laughs> this was a stretch, motherfucker. And then, <laughs> and then, this is the thing that pissed me off most about this event. Why is Undertaker coming out and it's daytime, bro? Yeah. Why was Bray coming out and it was daytime? Either one of them. It made no sense whatsoever. Uh, I took away from the match for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not scared of these motherfuckers in the in the daytime. I'm yeah, scared of them at night. Yo, when he got to the steps and had to raise the lights, I asked Ashley, I was like, how are you going to raise the lights? They, <laughs> the sun's still out. Yeah, he, he just stole Kane shit. Yo, all right. So opening, coming out. Well, this is the third, uh, 23rd Mania for Taker, too. So uh, coming out, Taker's got the pure strikes going on. You know how that goes. Um, mm-hmm. Gets the old school nostalgia pop. Bray was selling his ass off. I thought early on they had good chemistry. You know what I mean? Um, and then we get to the rest hold. And then I was like, shit, it's down here from here, downhill from here. Um, and then on the flip side, I thought Taker was selling good for Bray too. Um, it's really not much to this match. Uh, Bray kicks out of a tombstone. Taker That's kicks big. out. Yeah, that was big. Um, yo, the crowd was definitely hot for Bray too, yo. Yeah, I think um, that... That was that was their way of showing Bray some love. Like, yo, you can kick out of the tombstone. Yeah. Um, Taker kicks out of his sister Abigail, though. And then I thought the crab walk into the sit-up spot was dope. And uh, you know how this thing goes. Taker comes out on top. I got one This Is Awesome chant, one You Still Got It, and three Undertaker chants. I think looking back at this match, uh, it was – it was the beginning of when Takers started falling off. Like this is this was one of the better matches for the Taker in a, in a few years, and I think that goes back to what we was talking about earlier with Randy and, and Bray being kind of old school and working old school. Mm-hmm. So it kind of works for somebody like Taker to work with somebody like that, as opposed to one of these newfangled guys True. that's running all over the place on his ass, and he then he looked real slow. Yeah, that's a that's a good point though. But I think I think it was a. It was a decent match. It wasn't bad. I think the outcome that I wanted at the time and then even looking back into it and revisiting, it didn't make sense for Bray to win that or for Bray to lose that. Like, that shit would have popped Bray off. Mm-hmm. Not that he needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, also got down here, I think that through the years, I think Bray is one of the best characters they've had in doing some of the best character work that we see out of WWE right now outside of Randy Orton. Yo, and it's low key too, because people don't understand that it's a it's something that's been evolving over time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like his character, people it, it's remarkable to me because with Bray Wyatt, the majority of people always shit on whatever he he's doing like currently. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like whatever he's doing in the moment, people shit on it, but then you look back on it when he moves on to the next thing and you're like, oh shit. You know what I mean? That shit that shit was good. And it was leading us here. Like I I have a feeling he probably fights a lot for his creative freedom. Yeah, because uh, he understands the character. Right. 
And and I, no matter what he does to me, it, it seems to work some way somehow. If you let him get a little bit of time with it, it might not work like off the break, but it, he'll always make it work. Yeah. Um, how many cubes you give this one, yo? I'd give it 3.5. I think it was a solid match. It, it was a good Undertaker match. Uh, probably the best one in the past five years. Uh, that, nah, bro. You can't say that shit. Who you got? Um, of the, I, w- I would have to look at who he fought in those five years. I'm I just thinking it, back on, on memory. was like? It would probably be Brock. Well, it's definitely Brock. And nah, I, he I, always get hurt in a Brock match. Yeah, but that that's that counts though. So it would be this one, the Brock match. That's two. I can't think of the other three. It's probably like Triple H. It's probably Roman. two Triple H's. And Roman. I had to look at that, but yeah, he performed the best. I think. Yeah, he's a good performance from the Taker. Unfortunately, I'm gonna give it a two point five because I thought Bray should have went over. Bray definitely should have went over. It made no sense. You, Taker didn't need it. He had already lost the streak. Like it didn't matter. Taker one for nothing. It made me think about like Taker. Taker don't put a whole lot of people over now either. Not a lot of new talent anyway. Yeah. All right, bro. On to the main event, sir. Roman Reigns versus the reigning champion Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman, and Roman is still crowd slumming. Got the world famous through the crowd contact wearing Roman Reigns. Yeah, we get vampire Reigns here. Um, and then we get a super big pop for Brock as always. And I got here, shout out to Jimmy Johns. And shout out to Brock. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Brock for making that work. So um, we get, uh, F5 super early and the crowd loves it. Yeah. This, this They were very anti Roman Reigns back, even back then, I think. This was the the year that he won the uh, the rumble when Rock came out and they started booing and Rock was like, "Oh, I can't mess with you right now." Yes. <laughs> um, also, Brock is the hard way king, bro. I don't know how he manages to do it, but he really be busting himself the fuck open. Yeah. He, I I swear he must have like thin forehead skin. Okay. And can just rub it real hard and make himself bleed. This is uh. Oh, go ahead. I don't see. Um, some of the matches that he does bleed, I don't see how he gets it so easily, and I don't see any spot where a razor could have been introduced either. Exactly, and my man be leaking every time. Um, <laughs> this is the first match where he says "Suplex City, bitch." Um, Started a cultural phenomenon. I know, right? Uh, we get another F five here. Roman kicks out. Crowd hates it. Third F five. Roman kicks out. Crowd hates it, and then. What else we got here? Okay, we get uh, one Superman punch, two Superman punch, three Brock Superman only takes, punch. Brock only takes a knee. It takes three Superman punches to take Brock down. This guy's an animal. Yeah, then we get one spare, two spare, and then a kick out, and then we get the fourth F5. Did he kick out of that fourth F5? That's the... Yeah, that's the one he... No. I think he hit that F5 and then Seth came out, right? Okay, so he must have hit the F5 and like killed over or something. And then at three hours, 55 minutes and 35 seconds, Seth cashes in for the best money in the bank cash in ever. Makes it a triple threat match. Goes for Brock. Gets the curb stomp. A couple other things go on. And then there is a f5 spear fake out into the curb stomp for the one two three huge pop thought it was a dope finish um and they can't the announcers are fucking losing their minds calling it the heist of the century and i'm like bro it is not that deep um you get one roman sucks chance at the end of the match they got one let's go roman chant and then we get one this is awesome chant along with 10 suplexes from brock to roman Brock took 10 suplexes and four F5s. And still didn't get pinned. And still didn't get pinned. So they were pushing my man to the moon back then. I understand the hate back then. Mm -hmm. Um, But watching this, I think that he 
has progressed so much and people just don't want to see it. But he is so much better. He's years beyond what he was back then. He had no business being in the main event back then. I mean, I can't even say he uh, had a bad match or anything because he was just getting his ass whooped the whole time. And there were a couple spots where, yeah, he he basically he had to earn his lumps in this one. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I, I got down. There was one. There was one spot where uh, Roman standing on the apron. It was after uh, Brock tried to shoulder him off again, and Roman jumped and took it. Uh-huh. And they're like, "Oh, he caught him! He caught him!" And then Roman knees him. Yeah. And then they played that. They played that shit back, and Roman caught him hard. I'm like, "Oh, that's why my man fucking clothesline you through the, the apron." <laughs> Yo, that, that clothesline was vicious, bro. <laughs> Oh my and, god! Like right before that, Roman Roman need him hardest shit in the face. Yeah, so you, you hit Brock, he's going he's going to pay you back for that. Oh, shit. Oh, he giving you that receipt, bro. <laughs> it's coming. But Brock Brock Hardway for him when he took that um, into the ring post. He got pushed yeah. into the ring post. Uh-huh. My man was just leaking all over the place. Um, overall, I had initially gave this a ten cubes. I'm sticking with the ten cubes. Based on the cash in, it was like you said, the best cash in ever. Uh, I think to end one of the best uh, money in the bank runs ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was sad to see the briefcase go because I thought it was such a great prop for him. But yeah, that was that was the era when he was, I think, the best wrestler in the business, and True. Uh, he had to move on. Yeah. So I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give the cash in ten cubes. I'm gonna give the overall match. I'm gonna give that uh, nine cubes still. All right, that's on All a scale right. of five. If you follow. All right. I, I'll i just go regular five cubes for this one. Dope moment. Um, It's really not a bad match, dude. Like, no. it's, it, now that we're, like, a little bit older now, I know, I know this is only, like, what, like, four or five years ago, but yeah. now that we're older now, like, I, I think it's amazing how our opinions have changed on some of these matches because we hated this when it first yeah. came on, bro. Now I look at it, I'm like, this wasn't bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at what we got now. Um, I think that uh, I liked seeing some of the, the progression of some of these guys. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Dean Ambrose, John Moxley still wrestles the same. He's born to me and I don't care for him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy to kind of see Cody's progression from where he was to where he is. Seth, um, I think that the Messiah will be his his uh, staple gimmick once it's mm-hmm. all said and done. But I think it should be Money in the Bank, Architects, um, Authority era, Seth Rollins. I think he was on. People hated him, and even even as much as people hated them, um, he put on such good shows that he got a huge pop when he won. Yeah. You know, um, either so that or or they just really didn't want to see Roman. They were no. No Roman. <laughs> um, either way, you gotta respect the you gotta respect the kid. I think yeah. um, Rock always puts on a great match with either of those two. Mm. Uh, I think he really likes to work with them, and they and they always uh, let it show. Definitely, definitely. All right, what you give the event overall? I'm gonna give it a uh, I'm gonna give it a smooth. I'm gonna give it a smooth three point two cubes. All right. I think it wasn't a bad show. Um, looking back on it, on a revisit, it was not a bad show at all. Uh, there was a couple matches, I think, like you said earlier, could have mm-hmm. been placed in different places to, to kind of improve the flow. Um, but overall, I think it was some good good promos and promo videos we saw. And mm-hmm. then uh, kind of got a good payoff on the show, too. All right, I'm going to give it a 3.5 just for the Money in the Bank cash-in, the Ronda Rousey spot. And uh, Kevin Nash, Kevin Nash legs. Headliner. What do you think about the Hall of Fame class? Uh, trash. I mean, no, I can't say that. Those are legends, bro. But it just wasn't my cup of tea. Like the Randy Bush- Savage was just getting in. Oh yeah, I didn't even. Uh, I forgot about that. You know? mm-hmm. After banging out his underage daughter, he finally gets in. Allegedly. Uh, yeah. Well, no, nah, she was of age. That happened, bro. Um, Bushwhackers, Sabisco. Like, I was fond of the Bushwhackers when I was younger. Not so much now. Medusa, yeah. eh. Uh, Fujinami's dope. Uh, Big Goose is dope. And then it's like Terminator. And, like, Kevin Nash, like, no, yo. Like, Kevin Nash is not 
a legitimate, like, all-time great performer, bro. He's, his in-ring is trash. His mic, his mic work isn't that great. Like, all he does is just go off script and uh, insult you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like basic shit, bro. He's never yeah. had, like, a, a arcing storyline ever, except the for worst. that bullshit he was doing in WCW where he's, like, on the on the cell phone, like putting hits out on people, and it was that shit was wild, bro. It's the lowest drawing WWE champion. Exactly, he ended the Goldberg streak for no reason. Um, mm-hmm. Like, what has Kevin Nash done? Been a part of the NWO? Okay, cool, but you wouldn't have been shit if you weren't Diesel before you did that. You know what I'm saying? And when you were Diesel, you were on the downslope. So I, I just don't get it with Kevin Nash. You know? I think he worked with with. Sean and then I think he just became like a large character in WCW just because he was he had already played the politics and knew how to play the politics well from from the E. Yeah. And then he went over to WCW and was like and they wrote it in this contract like you got control and then he just made himself the main. You know. Yeah. Shout out to him for doing it. Yeah, shout out to revisionist history because that motherfucker <laughs> sucks, bro. Do you have any idea what you would like to do next week, then? I was thinking we should just follow um, follow through the rest of this year. I think we should pick, we should start off with a mania, pick that one, and then go through until the next mania. If you want to do like the big four and not do every weekly pay, pay-per-view, so like take this one and then go to SummerSlam of this year, uh, 2015, mm-hmm. and then culminate this run with WrestleMania 16, and then yeah. we can go pick another year. I see what you're saying, yo. Um, I was so, trying to think about it earlier. But you said you said you wanted to split it up, though. No, not necessarily split it up, but like either do every pay per view uh-huh. throughout the year, or just do the big four. Hmm, that is interesting, yo. Let me see what's after this, and that'll be the decision maker. Yo. So, like this year, we'll we'll basically get um, Seth's uh, championship run, right? Yeah, let's do that, yo. So next would be, yeah, that's a dope idea, Icy. We'll just go through the whole year, and then uh, maybe when we get to 16, if we if we still want to keep going, we can, or we can go to, like, another year or something. You know what I'm I saying? I mean, either way, yeah. Yeah, so I was thinking about this. Like, we can either keep it, like you said, um, keep going, and then that'll kind of follow our progression once we got back in. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that's dope, too, though. You know? Uh, and it'll be kind of reliving moments that are that are pretty fresh to us, and then we can jump back or you know just pick a new year, pick maybe yeah. a main event that you want to see from a WrestleMania, and then we'll just follow that year. Yeah, that's super dope, yo. We're we're not the Labs fan, we're the Black fan. Hey. <laughs> All right, so next week y'all going to get uh, Extreme Rules 2015. Uh, took place April 26th at the. Oh, here, right? Huh? No. That no, wasn't here. Allstate Arena in Rosemont, Illinois. So you know there's gonna be a whole lot of Chicago talk that night. Let's do it. CM Punk's chance for all. Nah, hell yeah, bro. <laughs> um, so the main event for that is Orton and Seth Rollins in the steel cage. I think I remember that being good. You want to know the other matches or you just wanna be surprised? Right, let's let's run them down. All right. Uh, run down the run down the championship matches. I want to um, be surprised by the other ones. Nah, I gotta give you all this heat, yeah. All right, all right, <laughs> I gotta give you all this heat, yeah. You, uh, I think this is right when Daniel Bryan gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you got Neville versus uh, Bad News Barrett. Yeah. You got a Chicago street fight between Ambrose and Harper after he annihilated him on that fucking ladder. <laughs> um, and then we get a kiss my ass match with Ziggler and Sheamus. Hmm. Um, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro defend the championships against the New Day. That's got to be pre-show. No, nah, no, nah, that's on the main card. Oh, Wow. All right, and then um, John Cena defends U.S. Championship against Rusev, Rusev in a Russian chain match. Hey. I remember that. That was trash. 
So you might think differently now. I might. Um, we get Naomi versus Nikki Bella. Ew. And then, oh, you're going to love this one. Big Show versus Roman Reigns in a last man standing match. Ew. You know Roman Roman going to give it to him in that match, though. Yeah, we'll see. Is that Roman Rehab? <laughs> the Roman Rehab. <laughs> All right, my guy. I appreciate you coming, hanging with me for a little while. Um, unfortunately, I got dad duties right now. So I will scream back at you. Cold Heat Podcast, episode two, the WrestleMania 31 edition. We will be back next week with the Extreme Rules 2015 edition. Y'all be safe, and thanks for checking us out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.